You could always like glue them to your wall. No, then I ruin <laughs> the shirts. I need the shirts to be transferable for wherever, wherever we end up. Oh, future, okay, right? I see. That was like really bad advice, Brandon. <laughs> he said, well, it wasn't wow, supposed was to be intelligent. <laughs> Hey, you have a- collectibles, just glue them to your fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's open up the show. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. We're here with Josh and Brandon of Distasteful. How's it going, boys? Pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy to be here. it's decent. Decent? Yeah. Decent. How do you like the new digs? It's halfway uh, done. This is crazy. Your, uh, your place here is completely changed. I'm used to a... Huge couch a that just wraps around the entire bedroom. consuming couch, yeah, I know. <laughs> I miss it. I walked in here, I was like, damn, I need to clean my fucking house. <laughs> I, I feel the same way, because you walked in my house to pick me up, so we could come here, and he, like, sees all my dishes mm-hmm. and everything, but at the same time, he sees the lack of everything, <laughs> and he goes, oh, did you holy just move shit. In? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah, dude, this is what... Robbery gets yeah. yeah. It's like my house isn't like dirty. I just have shit everywhere. If my house looks like somebody actually lives here, it's dirty. Uh, it yeah. needs to look like it's getting ready for a photo shoot. Like yeah. everything needs to be in a specific place and it needs to be like dusted. And that tube right there that's got my uh, Cowboy Bebop decals in it shouldn't be. You shouldn't know that exists. Can There's I, cat uh, toys can all I over the that? floor. Say what? Can I have that? You said Cowboy Bebop. That just, that started it. There's a Cowboy Bebop blanket behind you. That's just, it's like Abbey Road, but Ayn's walking across the street. This one? Yeah. Oh, right on. Um, I have yeah. no idea what Cowboy Possibly. Bebop is. Wow. It's an anime. Damn, dude, you guys um, are almost two for two for like, Wow. you said who's Mike Jones. You're saying oh, I know who Mike Jones is, but it's a good time to just mess with <laughs> I, people. I just don't watch anime. Like it's not my thing. Be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> you know, He's that's the in thing now. When we were in high school, you were a fucking nerd. Oh yeah. But now it's the mainstream thing, and it's it makes me mad that like we're gonna I'm gonna we're gonna I pr- listener I promise we'll get to the we'll get to the band. Yeah. It makes me mad that in high school I got called uh, homophobic slurs for dressing <laughs> as a scene kid. A farter. But, but now, but now it's the cool thing to do. Also, the same with anime. Anime got made, got you made fun of in high school, and now it's like, oh, now, oh, that's a cool uh, Demon Slayer shirt. Yeah, but back in the day, that wasn't allowed. Like, if you got caught wearing like anything black or trip pants or like band tees, or you got caught like I used to get caught drawing like figures of DBZ all the time, mm-hmm. and everybody in class would be like. You're such a weirdo. And like, why Why are you doing this? Like, because it's a story that tells me that there are things better than your negativity mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves and tell me what you play. I'm, I'm Brandon Ford and uh, I'm the vocalist of Distasteful. And I'm Josh Bowering and I play guitar in Distasteful. The first question we like to ask here on the Tune Junkies podcast is, what do the owners of Clifford do when he takes a shit? Oh, that's easy. Oh, dude, I'd hire a construction company. Hands down. <laughs> Fuck that. Like, yeah, but dude, that's multiple times a day. Yeah. Oh, man. A day. Maybe dude. you sign a fucking contract with like Republic Services, the trash company. Ooh, or what if, what if now, now we're scheming, boys. 
What if you got in good with like a farmer and you sold it to him as like fertilizer? See, that's smart as shit. You can use it to make IPAs. (laughs) That's right, because IPAs taste like shit. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's funny. I didn't go that far in my thought process. See, I need to get deeper in thought, but I was just thinking you have a huge red fucking dog, just like bully everyone else to pick up your dog's shit. If you don't, my dog clean, will eat you if you don't fucking come clean his shit, asshole. I'll, you know? I'll send my dog to your house and he'll destroy it. Yeah, he'll destroy your he'll whole shit house. on your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Terrible. Well, that's not actually the first question we ask here on the okay, well, what podcast. Is the first, the first question we actually ask is: What was your first experience with live music? Your your first, Josh. Like. In the band or just in general? In general, in your life. What was the first time you saw live music? Oh, shit. This is embarrassing. Bro. Oh, go ahead, dude. You'd uh, be was surprised. Eliza Minnelli? So, my first, like, concert. Well, I guess, like, first, like, big one. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out one for free. It's all right. <laughs> it was a Nickelback concert. Bro. <laughs> Listen, I would love to see Nickelback live. I've seen them do a cover of a Metallica song. I think was it was it Enter, Enter Sandman. Bro, it was really good. Was it? It was really good. Jazz got a great voice. I mean, he does. I just, I feel like the things that they write about are just okay, well, so overdone. It, 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 Listen, one of the, Animals is a bop, and I don't care who knows it. Well, like, one of the best things from that concert was, it was cool as hell. Cause it, so it was Saving Abel, Papa Roach, Hin- Hinder, and Nickelback. Bro, okay, and so Papa Roach. That's a super butt rock lineup, but yeah, I I would love Saving Abel's great. Uh, yes, yeah, Saving Abel's great. Well, at the end of Nickelback playing, they started talking about how they were at a hotel room and they ran into fucking uh, AC ACDC. Oh shit! Oh, shit. And they told a little story about them doing a bunch of like coke and shit. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so they decided, like, oh, we're going to play a cover of a Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. So they started playing that, and all the lead singers from all the other bands came out and sung the song with them. And no it was shit. the coolest fucking oh, shit, that's dude. cool. See, that's tight. That's cool. That would be a really awesome show. I'm sure that show was really fun, though. Yeah, it was. Like, people who listen to those bands like to drink and get loud. That is a fact. Yeah. I don't think the listeners are going to like my answer, but I love my answer because it's true. The first actual live music that I got to sneak away from my parents' house to see mm-hmm. was uh, <laughs> Chapel Hill Tragedy. Oh my Believe god! It or not, uh, that band sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was obsessed. They were like the under oath of our scene, yeah. and. Tyrell back then was just a different animal, and that I don't know they now put on just a hell of a show. Animal. Yeah, I mean they they were crazy. It, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah, Tyrell has shared many a stories with me about oh, his yes. olden days, and the stories he's told me, I was like, "Wow, I would have really hated you." <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you I sound mean, like a nightmare. People, there were a lot of people that did not get along with him, but at the same time, I I was just like this guy is like super out there and like doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what being a rock star is all about. Just don't give a fuck. And then you start to realize as you get older, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, we should probably give a shit. Yeah, it's a super <laughs> toxic and it's a super toxic mentality and it also never leads, it never ends well. No, never. definitely not. Like it's cool to a degree to have that I don't give a fuck attitude because yeah. in a sense, you shouldn't. You should be 
you should love the decisions you make, and if it makes you happy, then do it. Who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks? Yeah. But to an extent, you can't be like in your face about like, you know, Amir style or. Uh, oh come on, Amir's fire. I mean, I like Amir or like Attila. I feel like Attila Franz, really went yeah. Franzilla. Like he has a very I don't give a fuck attitude, yeah. and a lot of people don't like it. But I mean, it depends. Like, is it him talking or is it him being the vocalist of the band? I had only I've only ever seen him like as the front man for Attila, but I recently found him on TikTok and he seems like a genuinely sweet man. Yeah, he, he is. I've I've seen a few videos where he'll like give you like legitimate advice about yeah. how to make money and shit. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, he seems I, I'd pretty down to earth. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's an actual human with feelings, but see this is what people forget though. If you ever look up like their early videos mm-hmm. on YouTube, like they're in somebody's backyard. Yeah, playing talking about like soda ra- in the water cup, and I'm like I'm talking about like Rage, like the Rage album. No, oh. I'm talking like their first single. Oh shit! Like yeah, mm-hmm. soda in the water cup. They're they're actually like in California in someone's backyard playing a live show during like a pool party, <laughs> and you can tell sweet. it's like recorded off like. One of those flip phones. A flip phone, yeah, a potato. Oh, yeah, and (laughs) they were just killing it, dude. They were just massive, and it was like, those guys are going to get big, and now look at them. All right, so let's take it to the beginning. Okay. When and where does this tasteful come together? You'd have to ask Josh. So uh, I've always kind of wanted to start like a beatdown band, Mm -hmm. especially after uh, I left Hostile, and... Um, I knew Isaac because I played bass in Split the Sea for mm-hmm. a really short time, like not long enough to like play any shows with them. I right. ended up leaving because it's not my thing. But um, Isaac had posted a riff on Facebook, and I was like, "Dude, this is sick! Like, let's start a beatdown band." He's like, "Fuck yeah, I love it!" So we got together and we wrote uh our first song, which is uh, Naysayer. Yeah, after that, that was when we we originally started as like you know we didn't want to play shows or anything we just wanted mm-hmm. to be like a studio thing yeah. and what really changed it was i was going to do vocals and then i tried doing vocals for the song and mm-hmm. i was like nope we need a vocalist <laughs> he said no nah, i don't like this this is not not so, what i was envisioning yeah so that's when we started like trying out people and brandon came into the picture he actually started as a the second guitarist because i was after i decided i didn't want to do vocals i was going to mm-hmm. play bass mm-hmm and me and Isaac were writing together so well that after our old vocalist didn't work out, we were just like, Brandon, look, you do vocals. Me and Isaac write really well together, so I just play guitar, and then we ended up just finding a bassist and a drummer. To add to that, what I thought was funny was the first time that I went and met him and Isaac at his house, I was so nervous that I made Kenny drive me, uh, Kenny Perry, mm-hmm. and I was like, you've got to talk to me the whole way there because otherwise I'm going to like freak out and we're going to go home. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got this, bro. And I'm like, no, I'm freaking out. Like, <laughs> I don't know these guys. What if they think I suck? <laughs> we got there and I was trying out and I was so nervous that my knees and my legs were shaking so hard. I almost <laughs> like fell down. And they both didn't make any comments about it. But then like later on, as like we got to really know each other. They're like, yeah, so what was going on? I was like, dude, I was so freaked out. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm that same way. Like when I was 
dancing around trying to find something to do with my vocals is like it's super i mean it's so personal i guess my the best way i can think of it is like this i'm a guitar player i play guitar all Mm -hmm. the time but i can hide behind that instrument right because i can i i don't have to look at you i i can look straight down and just play my instrument and stand Mm -hmm. there but because i'm screaming at you and i have to have your attention I am being vulnerable for you to judge me based on what I sound like, what I look like, and how I am performing. Yeah, you kind of got to be like the... you gotta, The focal point. Yeah, you got to be the fucking jester. You're yeah. the one. Not saying that people don't watch anybody else, but like... Yeah. The, you have the most uh, ability to be the um, entertaining object mm-hmm. on the stage, just moving around and keeping people... Which is scary. That's why I'm always like, hey... You guys gotta, you guys gotta have a microphone in front of you. You gotta talk because, like, I can't be the only fucking one up there, like, yeah. freaking out. Well, cause I, that's why I'm so glad that when we're on stage, Isaac decides to be the one to talk, <laughs> just because I feel like, cause I always go on stage with a few beers in me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, either I'm not gonna say the right things, or I'm just gonna say something completely fucking stupid. <laughs> I it sounds right up here, but as soon as it gets down to my mouth, all the words get all jumbled up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just like Isaac. You know, he's got a better filter, I think, than anybody else in the whole entire band. So it's kind of like, hey, man, you can say what you need to say and save the embarrassment. You know what's really <laughs> crazy is I never would have expected Isaac to take that role. Like he's pretty like reserved and like head down kind of guy. I wouldn't have expected him to be the one to be like, hey, this next song is called blah, blah, blah. Check it out on our new upcoming EP. But like he's the he's like the salesman. Yeah. And I wouldn't have expected that. He's very mm-hmm. professional, which oh, I think yeah. is yeah. great. Because like he knows exactly how to say things, how they should be said, and how to approach certain subjects. Is he the college degree? <laughs> is, he is he the band dad? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. I would say he's like the band dad and like me and Josh are like the bratty brothers that just constantly batter him. Wow. Big surprise. Isaac's the one that keeps <laughs> everybody in line. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's fair. He's like, uh, I remember one time we were on our way to band practice and he's like, dude, I love you, but you need to be more professional about things. And I was like, <laughs> you're not wrong. I yeah. was like, help me. When like, it was almost like a thank you though. Cause it was like, Dude, you're like, you're so right and you're being so honest, but you're so genuine. Mm -hmm. So it's like, see, there's uh, a way, there's a way to tell people the, like the cold, earnest truth Yeah, is just don't be a dick about it. Don't be like, Hey dummy, you're being stupid. You say dumb things in front of this on the stage. (laughs) Like you need to get your shit together. No, if you're just like, Hey bud, so this is a thing where we want to succeed. Right? Right. So I need you to just kind of dial it back a little bit. You know, you're, you're, you're got sharp edges right now. We need to, we need to rub them down. This is Isaac's up. voice yeah. coming through another person. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just a mentality. <laughs> so tell me about what it was that, uh, was the draw that made you want to start a band. Let's, let's specifically distasteful. What was it that, what were your inspirations? Um, well, it kind of started back when I was like, when I was in hostile. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I give props to Justin Rakowski because mm-hmm. he's the one, like, when I was in Hostile, I knew I wanted to play, like, 
something a little bit slower and mm-hmm. kind of more like hardcore feel. And that's when like him and the other guys started showing me more of these like beat down bands. Cause really the only one I knew at the time was uh like Immoralist and Black Tongue. Right. And um, yeah, so him and all the other guys in the bands are, they're showing me all these other bands. And so in between then and now, like I was just listening to all this beat down and slam music. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, this is the shit I want to play. I want to do this now. <laughs> yeah. Like it, as this is like the, the music that I've always wanted to play, which is mm-hmm. why I'm so glad that I'm in distasteful just because like, I have a lot more of a, uh, passion, a passion. And I have a lot more of like a creative say, like mm-hmm. I can actually like write a good portion of the music. Right. And, uh, don't be wrong. I like being in hostile, but like, I couldn't really write music in that band. I was the bass <laughs> player though. So when you don't get to really partake in the, uh, writing process when it's just like, Hey, play this. I can imagine that that would get very old very quickly. Yeah. It's like, it's one thing if you're like new, like I'm learning bass, then yes. Then it's like, yeah, just do as you're told until you can, until you like know and you're a little more versatile, but yeah, and that's like why me and Isaac kind of matched up so well is because I was more uh, experienced in like the beat down slam mm-hmm. side and Isaac is just a badass guitar player. Mm-hmm. And so he'd come up with these riffs and, you know, we want to start this genre of band. So me and him would work together and take riffs that he made and make those into beat down riffs mm-hmm. or like, you know, I'd make riffs. So it, it's a lot better. I got, yeah. You've got a better partnership. Yeah. 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 Cool. Which, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, disrespect anybody from Hostile. Or right. Anything, but, yeah. but there's a reason they're not a band anymore. Anyways. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll help you. <laughs> now, uh, me, I, I would say the turning point for me was uh, that what made me want to play heavy stuff was back in high school. Uh, I was obviously raised through a bunch of like religious people, which mm-hmm. is not my kick anymore. You'd never be able to guess, listener, if you were looking at this man. Yeah, I, I have the, devil uh, horns on my face. And <laughs> Tattoo I, little I devil have horns. Some interesting critiques about yeah. me, but uh, no. Uh, someone showed me uh, a band called As I Lay Dying, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I have to listen to it every day. Mm-hmm. And I bought all of their albums. And I bought all of their DVDs and then I got hooked on Under Oath like crazy. And then it just built from there. And then I got stuck on job for a cowboy and it Ooh. started getting heavier and heavier. And I started liking slower, kind of like what you said, Josh, earlier. Black Tongue. That is probably like my main squeeze for a band. Yeah. When I listen to Black Tongue, it makes me want to be that not like obviously rip them off or anything but like that is like i don't know there's a passion and a way that they do things in that band that just pull everything from me that make me want to have that so Mm -hmm. it's like oh and then you got me hooked on like traitors and filth yeah oh my god traitors was another band that justin had shown me and i've been kind of sticking with them Ever since, and think now I'll listen to shit like To the Grave. and Oh, my God, To the uh, Grave. What was the other? What Pale was Face. Pale Face, Oh, yes. so good. That and uh, that band that Isaac showed us, God Hand. Yes. 
Okay, let let me make a very hardline distinction, and I'm going to catch a lot of hate for this, and that's fine. But I'm just going to be real with you. Mitch Lucker was a god among vocalists. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's not even a hot take, bro. No, I'm just saying. But this shit from the guy who comes from all shall perish. Oh. Takes his place. Yeah. Bro, yeah. His highs are nasty. They're ridiculous. But there is no low there. It just sounds like some like mid range butt rock, like not even deep. And it disturbs me because I go, You went from the biggest influential, sweetest men who could blow the doors down with his vocals to a guy who is not even a chip off of what he was. Yeah, Suicide Silence was uh, like a, I feel like they were a, almost like a staple in oh, yeah. helping like that, the genre of like hardcore, just yeah. that. I remember, I think I remember seeing, I think the first time I was ever exposed to Suicide Silence was I was in high school and somebody's, I don't remember the album name, but it's the one with the face and the spikes. It's called The Cleansing. I saw a shirt with that on, and I was like, bro, what the fuck is on your shirt, dude? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is a Suicide Silence. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is that, dude? Is that a movie? Because <laughs> that movie looks gnarly. And he was like, no, 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 it's a band. I'm like, bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went home, and I got on LimeWire that night and downloaded everything they had. I remember LiveWire, and I remember FrostWire. I guess LiveWire say- is a Mountain Dew. No, not live. Lime. You said live. Did I say live? You said live. <laughs> I guess you can say that the new vocalist has a more uh, dip on his chip. There we go. <laughs> he got too dip. much dip on his chip, yeah, there man. You go. I, I got, okay, that makes more sense. I got, <laughs> I got too much See? dip on my chip. Okay. That's I, your homework for the week. Shit. Find instances Dude, where I you can say that. School, dude. Like, I had to get my education while I was locked up. Oh, see, man, that explains a lot. Yeah, here's <laughs> the cool thing about it. Because you don't have a definition, you can make it whatever you want. I'm just going to Google this shit. Like, it's, I don't think it's Chris Widener I don't think about? it's a Googleable, Googleable thing. We're making a, Googleable If Nick were here, thing. he would tell me that we have a little rule on this podcast where we don't make up words. Google. Yeah, well, we just did. Google. Uh, distasteful made up a word. Yeah, we did, actually. <laughs> what word did you guys make up? Uh, he made it up. And it's called perishment. Perishment? Yeah, I guess perishment is an actual word, but hey, fuck it. We're a Dr. Seuss band. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Hey, yeah. you know what? All words are made up, and you just added to the dictionary. So yeah, congratulations. That's like yeah, take that, Webster. <laughs> <laughs> I said, take that, Merriam Webster. Eat a dick. I can make up words shit. too. <laughs> That's funny. Perishment. So, what does perishment mean? But I mean, perish is. Let's death. add it to. Let's add it to the Toon Junkies canon. What okay. does perishment mean? I guess perishment, which me and you had discussed, we wanted this song to be about nothing but brutal murder mm-hmm. and death. Yeah. And like, so I was like, okay, so what should we name this fucking thing? I guess thing? it's to cause death. To cause death. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perishment. That's yeah. Yeah. To like right. pretty much cause slaughter, death. Like, yeah. I have a high school education. I, I don't. <laughs> but the crossing from Elkhart, Indiana, came to Elkhart County and said, now you have a bullshit education that you didn't pay for. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, don't I got you, lucky there. I don't know if you should tell people that your education is okay, from the crossing. Uh, listener, don't listen to that <laughs> fucking shit. 
That was all bullshit. A lot of people go to prison and get like their bachelor's degree and shit. Well, they all become smart. Come out with doctorates, bro. They they're in there for a long time. What else he gonna do? You can't do anything with it because nobody wants to hire a felon, but. Well, that, that's, that's a shitty part. We're yeah. gonna, that is a that, shitty part. We're gonna change that. I, I, I have a, I have a huge feeling. I, I can a, understand if like you're a or something. Like, yeah. sure. Like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. Like the whatever, the but. violent crimes. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But like, I what think, did I do? I got drunk on a Friday night, like everybody else does, and I drove home. I didn't hurt anybody. I'm not lessening the crime. I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. I could have hurt someone. Right. I could have hurt myself. Yeah, but I didn't. And so it's like, dude, really? And they're like. I think come on now. I think society is in like in this really interesting interesting point right now where the pe- like our generation are going to be the ones that are going to change rules and just like we are taking the dig destigmat destigmatization out of tattoos cuz we all fucking have them. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm. Piercings. We've got shit we've got metal in our face. Yeah. It's just it's just a form of self-expression, and we're no longer looking at it like, oh, that person's a, a scum a of weirdo. society. It's like, no, it's yeah. like, oh, I bet that dude's got some good stories, or I oh, bet yeah. that girl is, like, really good at art or whatever it is. Yeah, well, yeah, I would agree. I mean, it's become so much more acceptable now. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I'll never forget when I first started stretching my ears. Everybody asked me about my left ear. Oh, bro, what happened to your ear, man? You and I always have to tell them, like, Look, number one, don't stretch with silicone. That's <laughs> stupid. Number two, don't go to jail for a really long time. Yeah, I think well, people honestly, rip it out. I think we should put number two at number one. Like, don't yeah, go that's to probably jail. Smarter. Should be the first thing you say. I don't know though. Well, with the I mean, tattoo <laughs> thing though, I think there's an important distinction that people need like to make with the whole entire tattoo thing. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, be covered in tattoos. If they're good tattoos though. You've probably done some really good in your life. However, if they're shitty tattoos, you're probably not that good of a person. So, <laughs> like, where'd you I, get that I, done? I, I got it done in my uncle's basement. With I really want to argue with that string. stance. I, I know it, it was because, a joke. It was a joke. No, I know because I think I think that some people just don't have access. Josh to something. is like you're a piece of shit. But listen, but listen. Also, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, <laughs> listen, I've been to a lot of festivals and I've seen uh, some very bad tattoos and. The people you know, are just shit balls. They say you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but I'll tell you what, that's how people survive, is you just have to assess, you have to do an ocular assessment of the situation. You know it's, is, it's pretty easy to distinct a shop tattoo versus like a prison tattoo. Yeah, but now sometimes prison some, tattoos some prison, can be really great. Yeah, some, there yeah, are some, some really good artists. Really good. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you fooled me. <laughs> I, I have a lot like i i have both so mm-hmm. i have shop and then i have prison ink so mm-hmm. it yeah. kind of sucks you got the best of both worlds well yeah. that's the thing is you were saying you know to be able to distinct or characterize out shitty tattoos and good tattoos i have some good tattoos and i have some really bad tattoos so it's like <laughs> i got a few this bad guy's gonna be well, <laughs> If Nick were here, he would tell he would show you his two bad tattoos he, yeah. that he got when he was drunk. They're both yeah, they're above his knee. One of, one of them is the Blair Witch logo, and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other is just the stick person. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Well, that, like, the this thing, I feel like you like you can't get tattoos. You can't get a bunch of tattoos without getting at least one or two bad tattoos. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I have. So I've been to a couple parties where they'd be like, "Hey, man, I'm doing uh, tattoos in the room. You want one?" And I'm like, "Bro, Absolutely I am. Not. I am three beers shy of saying yes to that. Like right <laughs> now, I'm like, no, you fucking idiot. I've got super sensitive skin, and I will get an infection, and it will fuck up. But if you would have asked me two out, if you would have waited and asked me two hours from now, I might have said yes. Oh, I'm, like, I'm yeah, the same sure. way, dude. Doesn't matter what it is. So we were all gonna get distasteful tattoos, mm-hmm. and I made the idea. That we should all get them on our butt cheek. Like Tenacious D. Yeah, exactly. So like Isaac. Oh, you guys should split it up. Yeah. So that like. That's actually what we were talking about yeah. the other day. Because um, um, we, we were like, what were we going to tell people when they ask what, how we decided our name? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be <laughs> like, well, before uh, an interview or whatever, we'll go to like a henna artist. And mm-hmm. one of us will get like dissed and then the other one will get aceful yeah on our ass cheeks and you know brandon sitting there and me and Isaac are putting our ass cheeks together and going look <laughs> <gasps> you recently released an ep right yes what's uh july 1st july 1st that was like well that was yesterday i'm just kidding that's not today. <laughs> that <was like> two weeks <laughs> oh my god that was tomorrow <laughs> um so uh what was the writing process of that was that something that everybody came in with shit they wanted or was this something everybody sat down together and was like all right i'm i want a song about murder and then he's like i'm gonna make up a word for it and then we're gonna make a song about it it was actually i think it was kind of like like, uh, everything like pretty much everything you said it was like a little bit of everything yeah yeah Yeah, um you know like i said me and isaac got together and we just started writing really well um i know like when we were writing this we didn't doing like the traditional way where we got like a full band and Mm -hmm. we just jammed shit um luckily isaac is really good at using like recording programs and shit Mm -hmm. and programming drums and um you know because it took us forever to find a fucking drummer right yeah yeah drummers are hard to come by yeah so we um we would just like go to my house isaac would set up his laptop and shit and um He'd make a drum track and we start playing it, and that's where we start tweaking shit. And mm-hmm. just be like, "Hey, do this with the drums. I'm gonna do this with guitar, and you know, vice versa." Yeah. And then when um, we're done, he'd write lyrics to it. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, not only me though. Like Isaac did write. Oh, yeah, the uh, the cause and effect. Okay, part. so yeah, he wrote a couple things. He wrote "Deathbed." That is 100% him, and yes. the lyrics on that song are ridiculously awesome. Like the way that he writes is like straight poetry. Does and he then, also write lyrics? He's no, not just, dude, yeah. he's, he's not just instrumental. When Ooh, it comes to writing lyrics. Isaac, I didn't know that about oh, you. Dude, if Isaac good. wanted to be like a one man band, yeah? he could do it. Oh dude, oh, he yeah. would be signed by like nuclear blast. Like he's that good. Like we were like, what is this? And he's like, what? And I was like, what is this song? And he's like, this is what I believe. So deathbed is like his real life belief that he wants to happen. Like when he dies, he does not want an afterlife. He doesn't want any opportunities of life after that. He just wants to rest. Yeah. And so it's like, it's so in depth. He wants to play the game one time. Yeah. And it's fair. It's wild. But then when we did death stare with Corey Stump, he, uh, the last part, they were like, dude, we should do something like Spidey, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like, you just like really yell, like really mad yell. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I wrote something. I want you to look at it. Mm-hmm. 
and he let me read it and i was like oh that's mean mm-hmm. but Corey stump was like okay but you gotta say it like you're pissed off at someone well of course at the time you know we're you know sitting there in the basement at josh's house and Corey goes just think of every time that your girlfriend pisses you off <laughs> and that was the first thing dude so i was just i i got right into it he was like wow well, they really have some problems. That's <laughs> a, I mean, that's kind of what you want to do in, in terms of like recording music. I know I was watching, uh, fuck, what, Paradise City. It's yeah. that, that show with, uh, uh yeah, we were watching sack. it before we left my house. Yeah. So it's a good show. Yeah. And there's a producer in the second season where he makes you sign a waiver to be like, hey, if you want to record a good record, I need your full permission to use my methods. And a lot of it was like, kind of psychological abuse and well, it's yeah. not in the sense that he wants to cause you harm it's that he wants you get he wants to the get you take. in the headspace of where the emotion lies within yes. those lyrics if you want to sing about being angry you have to actually be angry you have because to be as off. a listener i can hear whether it's fake or not yeah yeah if yeah, it's, it's like faux it's... anger i'm gonna be able to tell I, right. the reason uh, I, to me personally i can't say this for everyone to me personally when I get goosebumps from music, there's a name for that I can't remember. I can't think of what it is. Listener, some I'm kind sorry. of euphoric. So there's a real name for it when you get goosebumps from listening to music. Free song. But I think that's because it's like your brain recognizes like the exact spot of where they are emotionally because you have also been there, and it's like, and that's why I think you need to be. You got to get in that headspace. Well, like, it's like how um, when we were recording our EP. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon was trying to do a lot of like really deep lows and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and I was like, "Dude, you're you're vo- you're great at it, but like, don't overdo like, it. Like, just yeah. be pissed off. Dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, don't don't go for brutal. Go for angry. Mm-hmm. And that's after we told him that. That's when he like completely switched up how he does his vocals in the band, yeah. and it does fit us very well. And like, we've had to say shit to him a few times throughout the recording. Like, dude, just like, think of the last thing that just made you just want to fucking punch a wall. And I can't wait for the new shit you're about to write now. Oh, you've you got have, hella inspiration now. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to say anything. We did in, start writing a new one. Dear no, you, God. You should. Like, utilize. I know you're in a fucking shitty position right now, but you Oh, dude, that's. That, I think it. that's the greatest part is like. Utilize it. Everyone is like sitting here expecting me to like snap because of what has happened. Mm hmm. But I'm trying, and I, I think I'm doing pretty well being really positive about it. You are impressively composed. Which I have to be, because you know right. what? There, look, I've been in worse. Losing I've your shit. I've been in jail not- cells. Yeah. I've, I've lost life. I, I've lost time with people that I, I care about. This is a speed bump compared to where I've been at. So losing your shit and freaking out literally just won't solve you, anything. Yeah, exactly. It just it's only gonna do more. Da- it's only gonna do more damage to you. Right, and it just shows that you're not actually evolving as a human being. You're letting the situation control you. Exactly. Yeah. So I think like it's very mature of you, Brandon. Well, which is weird because I'm not normally very. Mature, I know, but like in these times, I think the greatest thing is I have sat down mm-hmm. writing new stuff. This next situation here is. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I, we are gonna I blow the fucking doors down. When I'm at home and I feel alone and empty and like everything has been ripped from me, that is the moment that yeah. I just which blow out. 
To go back on what you were talking about, how he originally started, the uh, Brandon here, the vocalist, was originally starting going for like super brutal, and you had to essentially coax him into doing more of an angry. I think that was the right move because to me personally, I think brutal isn't really like an emotion. No, it's like not. it's just an adjective. It's kind of like acting. I think anger is like the root emotion that you would want to build off of. Brutal, you can make the music sound brutal, but the like the vo- the vocals can be brutal too. But right, the vocals I feel like have to be driven by an emotion. And an emotion. Brutal is not an emotion. Like, well, no, because <laughs> brutal is just someone just getting behind it, doing a voice trick and saying, "Look how nasty it sounds." Instead yeah, of like, uh, you listening to it and going. Holy fuck, what did you just do to my fucking brain? Yeah, no, no, no I'm not throwing shade, but like, um, who is it? Uh, Slaughter to Prevail. I that love dude, that band. That dude but... is insane. Like, that, oh my if, God. if I had to say what that sounded like, I would say brutal. Yeah, yeah but also, that's brutal. Uh, Lorna Shore, the new Lorna Shore vocalist that they unveiled. That's a lot of voice tricks there. Uh, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's cool. Like, I've never heard anybody do shit like that. It's you like, you sound oh, like fuck. a real life monster. Like, yeah, holy like, fuck. <laughs> that's cool. It sounds like real fucked, but yeah. that's kind of like the guy from, uh, uh, Infant Annihilator. Yeah. He he can do some really nasty noises, but mm-hmm. it's, it's all That's brutal. all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's all brutal, and, like, mm-hmm. you can't... Yeah. Like, you don't be wrong, the shit's really fun to listen to. It's I can't like, you connect can't connect. connect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what we had said, you, me, and Isaac, is, like, it has to be something, which I've always believed, too, is, the you know, the people that come to hear that, they want to have something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone else catches it. Someone else feels my pain. It's like, because everybody's going through something. Like, now we go to shows and people I don't know that I never thought would ever show up are like, I don't know what you did up there. That was cool. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, dude, I don't know thank what you, you were but, saying, but I felt it. I'm like, well, yeah. And cool, you're like, thanks. <laughs> okay. I would never think that someone would like think like that. Mm hmm. But then at the same time, the first thing I do, which I like to do, is I'm like, it's not me, really. It's the guys with me. Right. Because, like, you guys are the sound and the heart of this. I'm just making a crazy, absurd message that goes along with it. Well, you're also a ha- part of the heart of the band, too. Like you, Right, right. You're the front man, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, but I feel like everybody you are You equal. are what everybody's listening to. Your vocals, a lot of people forget that vocals are also an instrument in the band. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if you had no band and you just went up there and did your vocals. You that know how absurd that would sound? That would sound ridiculous. Nobody would People like People would it. like leave the bar and yeah. be like, and that's the thing is like, I try to explain is like, I've been a guitar player for so many years mm-hmm. that it's like, don't just thank the vocalist. Like always go around and be like, hey, whoa, great set. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, that band that we seen on Friday last weekend. Spaceships. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah. Spaceships. Yeah. Shout out to Spaceships. So good. Phenomenal. Yeah. And I met their bass player at the bar, like sitting at the bar, and I was like, "You had a fucking amazing set." Yeah, and he spaceships. Was like, what? They're I'm fucking on, good. Oh my god, they're amazing. If you're into shoegaze, <laughs> check out. Well, it's not full blown shoegaze, but it's it's pretty intense. But yeah, check out spaceships. They're really good. It like if I had to pick one of the bands around here that that's my favorite, it's it's it has to be them. Hands oh down. my god, they're so good. They're yeah, great. I, uh, if you ever get a chance, uh. 
check out a band called La Locura. They're kind of like a big band. Like they've got oh, like okay. uh, really? horns and like Sam, he plays a saxophone. Great saxophonist, bro. He's really good. I think it's hard. To oh, so they're kind of like a like a ska band, kind of. No, um, I don't know. They're it's See, essentially a Latin jazz fusion band. They're really like, great. What you're gonna teach me? What ska? 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 What is so? That? Like, have you ever listened to uh, like Goldfinger? Da, 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 the song da, Superman. Da, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's ska. Okay. It's pretty much like punk music with a trumpet. Yeah, it's punk music with horns. Yeah, that's basically. Oh, what it is. they call that ska. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking of like Darian Gray. Or like yeah, you, the, so you know, you know, your, <laughs> you know, Dad Jokes, the yeah. local band. Dad Jokes is ska. Like, uh, have you ever watched that show, <laughs> Brooklyn? Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, is Brooklyn Nine Nine is, is this shit. uh one like little cutaway. They're talking about like when he had that when the uh, Andy Samberg had the ska phase, yeah. and he's wearing like all uh like a um the black and white checkered the black and white checkered <laughs> shit, and he's like ska defines who I am as a person, and I will never turn my back on ska. <laughs> and then he just goes Hup! and he starts fucking two stepping. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, if Andy Samberg came up to me and said that, like in real life, I would absolutely believe him. I would <laughs> yeah. believe that one hundred percent. I would make like, Andy. Him you do. look like a ska kid for yeah. sure. If, Speaking of Brooklyn Nine Nine, didn't Samberg that show get canceled? Person, Did it get like shut down because somebody did something? Uh, cancel culture can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have to talk about this now. So okay, so. <laughs> is this what you want to so, talk about yeah, you don't so, want to talk about your band no, or I mean, anything we do we yeah, do but yeah we do i just this was funny people, because people isaac's biggest thing is, is okay. like he's like all like oh fuck cancel culture because like people are gonna cancel us because they don't like us because we're out there and we just speak our mind acting crazy and being crazy are two different things exactly it's totally fine to put on a show and yeah. be crazy and wild but to actually like be that person like at the bank, yeah, is not every day okay. of the week, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's like something else. Yeah, if if you're on stage being wild, that's fine. I paid exactly. for a ticket. I'm here to be entertained. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you came to see a show, or right. give you one. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the band goes, writing, uh, I think that was the hardest process. Honestly, not because none of us didn't like put all of our full thing into it, but. I'm kind of like the kind of guy that I don't want to write these songs for me. Right. As a vocalist, I want everyone's belief system. So, like, if Isaac wants to talk about, you know, the fact that he's gone through something, I need to know what it is so I can write it. Or if you want to write it and hand it to me, I'll make sure that it makes its way in. You don't want your viewpoints and experiences to be the the spokesperson. Exactly. The like, this is not about me. This is us. Right. Like, you might write all the music together, mm-hmm. but I'm a guitar player too. And I hear things. Mm-hmm. Hell, we were just writing Sunday and there were things I was like, wait, try this or do that. And both of them would be like, okay, we'll try it. And then they tried it and they were like, oh shit. Yeah. So that's kind of like my part is like, okay, now help me. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your viewpoint? Like, what is your thought? Kind of like with Parishment, you know, okay, I want something just about straight brutal death and murder. And I was mm-hmm. like, what are we going to call it? And he's like, Parish Man. I was like, all right, cool. Bet. So we wrote that. <laughs> I think I think that's the great thing about being in this band is we, we're all different. We are all kooky in our own ways. Like, 
Isaac, even though he is the sweetest person and he is one of our best friends, he is such a good dude to fuck with. Mm -hmm. So you're just like, you look at him and he's like, just shut your fucking mouth. Bro, the nicer the person, the more fun it is to <laughs> harass them and well, berate I think them. That's a great thing about him being in the band, though, mm-hmm. is like he brings such nasty riffs, just like Josh. Like him and Josh will bounce ideas off each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's fucking wild because like we will blow him shit, but then he'll turn around and like, blow it 10 times harder right back at us um (laughs) i don't know i I would say that the new ep though i feel like it was definitely solid i loved what we did um i know we've bullshitted here but that chris that's what we do that's what we do i don't know i would say like isaac is like the guy that's just obsessed with music and he's obviously gonna go far at it Mm -hmm. but that's his life I'd like to call it right now. I bet you he becomes a producer. Oh, for fucking sure. Somewhere down the line. He'll be like texting us from like fucking Central Media Records. Well, that's the thing. I don't know if uh, you knew this or not, but he was the one who recorded, mixed, and mastered our whole entire EP. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 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 I mean, he was just on top of all of it. If I fucked up, that was a great thing. He was not afraid to just tell me what I needed to do. Yeah. Hey, bro, I love you. And I'm like, no, please, like, give me some insight. What yeah. am I doing wrong? And he's like, oh, okay, well, try this. Not what you're doing wrong, what you could do better. Exactly. If you had to describe your music to someone who's never listened to music before, oh, I'll go you first, I'll go second. I guess, like, imagine watching a crowd brutally beat the shit out of each other a crowd of violence yeah pretty much a crowd of violence the soundtrack to a crowd of violence all right i can deal with that i would say honestly someone that's never listened to music ever in their life Mm -hmm. i would be like it's literally what you're missing it's what you're distasteful it's what you're missing exactly like everything your parents told you not to do that's what we sound like. Listen, I don't want to tell you guys how to live your life, but it's what it's what you're missing. Exactly. Sounds like an EP name. I, it's what I mean, you're I'm missing. I'm down for that. I'm glad I could contribute and be like, "Hell, Chris, what have you done?" You're like, "Uh, I've got credits on multiple EPs." <laughs> oh, are you are you a musician? <laughs> nah, they just use some of my some of my dumb Do words for my podcast. <laughs> what if they use that to play shows? Like they use it as a backing track, and it's just like ambient noise and then it's me and like it sounds like an old timey radio where it's like distasteful it's what you're missing hit the fog machines (laughs) (laughs) I want dry eyes fucking everywhere motherfucker dry eyes 1986 bitch (laughs) old horror movies speaking of old horror movies do you guys like horror movies oh have you watched Fear Street on Netflix I keep seeing it pop up but I've not watched it yet bro it's really good is it like if you like the old Halloween movies I watched five minutes of it it's the same classic horror movie template, but it's not like cheesy. And it's good. It's good. I'm normally pretty jaded when it comes to horror movies because I'm super cynical. I'm like, oh, everything's already been done. They're just recycling Fear the Street, same shit. Part two, 1978. Bro, right there. they're great. It's on uh, Chris's they're, TV They're right really now. great. Both 1978, I think it says 1994. Well, the first series is 94. The second uh, part, which came out last week, part is two, 74, 78. And then... 
the origin story of the whole series comes out this weekend. Yeah. And it's 1666. That's oh, when they find the witch that puts the curse on this town. See, I wish they would make more yeah, shows. Have to check that out. It's really good. I, I wish they would make more shows about like supernatural bullshit. But more about like not like the god or devil effect, but mm. more like the uh, kind of like everybody makes fun of me for this, but like the vampire diaries type situation. Okay. But like the older version of it, so like the 1600s when like witchcraft was beginning and all of this crazy shit and like that like morbid fucked shit. Have you ever seen a uh, witch? Yes. Uh, with witch black, was good. Black witch was really good. There's there also if you haven't. Um, you should get into the foreign movies of Netflix because a lot They're of good, foreign. But I hate looking at their lips and then having to read the fucking texts at the bottom. Like I'm not a very quick reader. You know what? That's not surprising. I love you, Brandon, but I am not surprised by the words you just said. Dude, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> Dude. I have to pause it every time they say something. Read it. Try being in a band chat with him. He doesn't type. Oh, dude, I can't. No, I know. I know. I send him voice clips too. You're not the only one. I like will be in my car a lot or because I have, I say a lot of words to explain myself and I don't want to type that out. I use voice message because it's easier. Also, I say a lot of sarcastic shit and it gets me in trouble if I just write it out. But if you can hear it, then you can tell I'm joking. Mm -hmm. So I'm really bad with sarcasm because. Because like, you don't. Every time I talk, it just sounds like serious. Unless <laughs> yeah. I'm purposely trying like to sound like a dick. Yeah. So like earlier today, when uh, I went to go pick him up, because mm-hmm. I live here in Mishawaka, and I so I work in Elkhart. I live in Mishawaka. Mm-hmm. Drive to Elkhart, drive to Mishawaka, drive back to Elkhart to pick him up, and then after here, I have to drive back to Elkhart again. Jesus. And so like. Yeah, dude, I just want to let you know I'm really happy to do this. Like, you know, gas is only like over $3 a gallon. Yeah. So like, <laughs> but he doesn't sound funny. He was just like, it just yeah, sounds dude, bro, mean. don't worry about it. He was like, he was like, you can at least say thank you. I was like, damn, dude. I was like, look, I'm sorry. And then he sends me a voice clip back and he's like, dude, I'm totally fucking I'm with kidding. you. And I'm like, you're so monotone that it doesn't sound funny. So, boys, it's been wonderful having you here. You yes. guys definitely broke in the new studio. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. It it's looks really great. nice. Thanks. And Kitty's studio. enjoying it, too. Yeah, Kitty's, Kitty loves the attention. So, um, where can people find and follow and listen to everything that is distasteful? So, Facebook and every fucking music platform. Yeah, we're, we have Facebook. Um, we should really buckle down and start getting uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that. But... um. For the most part, it's is. Facebook because that's where we're, mo- we're like all of us are most active on. Um, where we're also on YouTube, we have a music video, a lyric video, and also our whole entire EP is on YouTube as well. Nice. And um, I have to reconnect with Isaac. I think we're having issues with Apple Music. Yeah, I've I've been hearing that Apple's been kind of wonky. Yeah, but I've had a lot of people are, heard a lot of people where their shit just like disappeared. When yeah, it was removed, and then they had to get back on it. Yeah, but other than that, our 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 EPs on every other streaming platform. Naysayer, naysayer. Yes, oh, yeah. I think that's the one thing. Just so everyone knows, other naysayer, it is literally someone who is going to talk shit or down you, no matter what you do, as a person or as an artist or. Anything that you have a passion for, 
that one person that knows you and knows what pisses you off the most and they're going to say and they're going to do whatever they can to get under your fucking skin, that is a naysayer. All right, so let's... uh, <laughs> We got where they can like and follow you. Be sure to follow Distasteful on all their social media platforms. Check out Naysayer on anywhere you listen to live music. Not live music. Streamed music. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. You, <laughs> I, I keep saying, I say this to people like they don't know how to find shit on Google. Anyways. You guys don't um, know how to use the fucking internet. There's something wrong. It's 2021. I'm going to go grab my phone. Um, Let's uh, go around and talk about what we've been listening to lately. Okay. I'm listening to a lot of, uh, you know, other metal and beat down, like like I mentioned earlier, To the Grave and Pale Face. Uh, I'll be honest, I've been listening to a lot of weird shit. Uh, Do tell. Okay, so I listen to not only like heavier stuff like uh, Shadow of Intent and stuff like that, that's great, but I like to mix and match. So I like to listen to country music every once in a while. I do like me some okay. country as well. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some Jason Aldean. All right. That dude's pretty badass. Jason Aldean, fucking uh, Luke uh, Combs. Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn, yeah. Brothers uh, fucking, Osborne. Casey Musgraves. Dude, yeah, Chris okay. Stapleton. I'm not going to lie. Dixie Chicks. Dixie Chicks. Dixie I grew Chicks, up on them. Yeah. Okay. They, they were a big thing for me. Uh, I really feel bad, but I can't remember the name of this guy. But he did that song when I was growing up about uh, this boy and the girl. Just don't take the girl or whatever. Oh, that's fucking. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. Who is that? I feel uh, like a piece of shit. Tim McGraw. Tim, Tim McGraw. That's Tim it. McGraw. Oh, I like his. He does a humbling kind, right? Yes. Bro. Yes. That song yes. makes me want to cry. Dude, oh, so good. Always but then I switch from country music and then I go to like straight like ghetto ass rap. Yeah, not for me. Okay, so I listen to like. Trippy Red, Young Dolph. Some boozy. Oh, some boozy, boozy badass. For sure. uh, Gucci Man, Waka Flocka. Nice. Um, but then I, I switch over Flocka. and I'll do like some NF. Like, I love NF because it's like totally mental, mm-hmm. um, childish Campino. But then I'll turn right back around and I'll go to like like spaceships. I actually have looked them up quite a bit since they're great since the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh my god. They also have their music on vinyl. Be sure to. Uh, I know they for do. a fact they sell it at Ignition Music and, yes. and Goshen, and I'm pretty sure I've seen copies at Orbit Music in Mishawaka. So also shout out to Michael O'Hara, Fleshpour. That band is fucking wicked. Is Fleshpour fuck. rips them and the Green Leaves, dude. The Green Leaves blow my asshole off like oh my god they're so good i love them uh and michael's a really good buddy of mine so they are a prime example of what hard work will get you oh on. my god you, you want to talk about put dedication? your nose to the grindstone and fucking work this straight is straight up musician badassery right there those guys are insane um so i've been listening to uh the main's new album mm-hmm. didn't care for it and that was pretty you were bummed, weren't you? yeah um the foo fighters uh Dropped their their new song. They did a cover of the Bee Gees. Okay. So they they're putting out like a disco album for a record store date, Ugh. which uh, when this drops, which will have happened. Um. So I'm gonna try and pop <laughs> one of those. Um, a band called Defiler. Okay. I, Defiler I is dope. Bro, Defiler is dope, but Falsifier is nasty. Listen, to you. you're not gonna like why I like Defiler. I. 
hadn't heard of I'd heard of them, but I'd never listened to them. They came up on my, one of my metal playlists, and the the only reason I say that I've been listening to them is because they did a cover of um, "Make a Man Out of You" from the Mulan movie, oh my and it's so good, God. and I fucking love it. <laughs> I listened to it like thirty times in a row yesterday. It's like, uh, have you heard of a uh, Hunt the Dinosaur? Yes. So they yes. did a cover of "What's Your Fantasy" by Ludacris, <laughs> and it's What's the your fantasy. Yeah, it's. It's odd, it's oddly good. Um, I've been listening to uh, an artist called Blue House, B L U H A U Z, super bluesy mm. rock. Um, awesome, check that out. Um, and then bands like Normandy, Shallow Side, Handsome Ooh. Pete, Jupiter in July, Moments Before Impact. I'm pretty sure all those bands will be at Smokestack Brew on August 21st for the Rock and the Rescue show that's happening uh, a block away from my house. Um, so Not be sure even. to check that out. Oh, and Lines of Loyalty will be there too. Ooh. Um, I've been checking out Dad Feels. Um, and then as of today, when this dropped, I believe John Mayer's new album will be out. And you better believe I will have listened to it 20 times by now. I'm not going to lie. You are so obsessed with John Mayer. I am so gay for John Mayer. <laughs> Look, I'm okay with that. Do you that. know what my wife John wife? Mayer is the fucking shit. He is awesome. Would you like to see what the name of my Wi-Fi is at my house? Read that for the people. What does that say at the very top? Gayer for Mayer. Gayer for Mayer. That's my <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, he is not bullshitting. Oh, uh, it's for real. It's gayer oh, for Mayer. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my... Last and final, I will announce, uh, I picked up a record from Neat 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 Records last weekend, and it's Genghis Tron. Oh. Uh, Genghis Tron fucking rips. Dream Weapon. I picked up Dream Weapon. Okay. Do you guys have any upcoming shows? July yes. 23rd. July 23rd. Um, Headlining. Yes. Um, we play with... Let me Red look. Flag Romance. Yeah, Red Flag Romance. Um... Is this the um, So Be It? Yes. Uh, I Feel Less? Yes. Yes, um, that one. There was one other band, wasn't there? Red Flag. Red Flag. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And it looks like we're headlining. So I I'm would pretty, assume we yeah. are because our name is the biggest on the flyer. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like, um, an, like a lot, or what is it called? A Nacho Libre? Nacho Libre. It yeah. looks like a Nacho, Nacho Libre poster. By the way, that fucking movie is great. But um, yeah, so we have that. July 23rd at Saddle of Saloon. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then we have another one July 23rd at The Ruin in Fort Wayne. We're doing two shows in one night? August 23rd. Oh, August oh, 23rd. Sorry. August 23rd. I thought you said July Yeah, 23rd. I think it's August 23rd. He did. He did. Um, he did and then <laughs> we are also playing Colt Fest. Yes. Nice. Um, not exactly sure. I think it's the 27th. Um, I no, all I it can is tell the twenty eighth. It is August twenty eighth. Twenty eighth. Okay. It's the week. I think it's the week before Fried Fest. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be Cult Fest one weekend, and then the following weekend it's Fried Fest. And listener, I promise you, you'll want to be at both. Yes. Both yes, of those. Will. I know they're both a bit of a drive, but camping is welcome. You're more than welcome to stay overnight. Yeah. Get drunk. Have a good time. We all Just, take care of each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun out there, especially at David's during uh, Colt Fest, because mm-hmm. that guy is something else. <laughs> He's a great dude. I love him. And I can attest that the 
the company that you will meet at Fried Fest will be equally as nice and welcoming. Yeah, rest, I agree. Rest in peace, Tyler Bennett. Yeah, rest in peace, yes. bud. King of DIY. What song would you guys like to close out with? Uh, to be honest, Ooh. that's a hard one. You know what one I want. No, I don't. Do you, <laughs> you, you want to no, know? Do you want to know? Yeah, which one? Parish, man. Uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about this song? Every time I scream it, I think of like being a person who is inside of this massacre, like massacre, like crazy, diabolical, apocalyptic, like slaughter. So talking like some Armageddon. Shit. Yeah, like okay. straight, like full balls to the wall, like that. Like literally, the beginning of the song is just pretty much how I am here. Or, you know, we really, because it's not just about me, but pretty much like we are here to literally beg for your suffering and ending of life. Plus, our breakdown at the end of that song is probably our <laughs> most heavy. I he think so. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I think the best line I ever wrote was in that song. I don't know. It just it gets me fucking wild. It gets me crazy. Hell yeah. Well, it sounds pretty fucking brutal. Well, um, please enjoy Parishment by Distasteful. And uh, once again, thank you guys for coming out. Thank um, you for having us. Having to us see you guys at your show July 23rd. Yes, sir. For the, your, your first headline show. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, this has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Brandon. I'm Josh. And uh, Brandon, if there's one thing I learned from this episode today, it's oh, that uh, you got too much dip on your chip. <laughs> <laughs>
I think that's the greatest part about distasteful is Isaac is like the nicest guy ever, mm-hmm. but we pick on him so much. But see, that's that's the price of being the nice guy. You know, I said if you're gonna ha- be friends with a bunch of dirtbags, yeah. you better you better get used to some getting shit on. That's just <laughs> what happens. I think that's <laughs> that's what it is, bro. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 